welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today, we're going to be talking about making imperfect commitments. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? Doing all right. How are you? I'm good. Um, I don't want to take time to talk about the weather, but I just have to say that last week when we talked... A week yeah. ago, it was below zero here. Right now, it's 52. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but there's it's, still snow on the ground. It's 52 here. Oh, good. It's 52 is mighty nice, isn't it? Yeah, After snow. it is. Yes. <laughs> Although, just as, um, as I finished saying my little part of the intro, this huge gust of wind and rain came and, like, oh. was, you know, pattering against my window. So, I hope that... It's not, we're not having a big storm that's going to be a problematic. Right. I didn't hear it for what it's worth. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. You have a storm. We've got sunshine and blue skies. Yeah. Well, I am very happy for you because you. you guys had a miserable week. We did him, but nothing like Texas. But yes, we had a miserable week. Yes. Yeah. Well, today we are talking about making imperfect commitments. Yes. I'm excited to talk about that. I find that a bit of a... In, in, what's the word? Uh, I was going to say provocative. That's overstating it. Then I thought titillating, but that wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. We'll settle for interesting <laughs> topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is interesting. It's a, it's um, the topic idea came to me when we were. Um, holding our declutter happy hour class last week and I was thinking about how hard it can be to commit to something when you feel like you aren't going to be able to do it perfectly mm -hmm. and how allowing yourself to make an imperfect commitment changes everything right you're letting you're allowing yourself to let it be easy and to do do it it's like it's not a binary either i make a commit 100 percent, or i don't do anything you right. can actually do more and um yeah i like that idea and i think yeah. that certainly declutter happy hour we uh perhaps um like committed to being imperfect <laughs> we're succeeding <laughs> but yes. it's a i think it's um been great yeah, I do too. Well, and you know, this podcast is an excellent example of an imperfect commitment. Yes, um, because you know we made the we made a commitment to do this with the caveat as long as it's fun, right? And we feel like it's doing good, and so you know, it's like so that allows us that imperfection like we don't have to quote unquote get the podcast right to be meeting our commitment mm -hmm. we just have to keep showing up in the spirit 
that we that we committed to. Right, and it's not it's it's a commitment that we made to one another, but it's also an imperfect commitment that we made to our listeners, isn't it? I mean, we're not yeah. suggesting that we're anything we're not. <laughs> right. Um, and it's so far, it's working out really well. And you're right. And we've talked before about how having a podcast about letting go of perfectionism is amazing because you don't feel like you have to be perfect. Uh, but yeah. really, I mean, so we're especially lucky, right? But it's right. true of so many things. It doesn't have to be about imperfection <laughs> built baked into the project. You can, you can commit imperfectly for any number of things and still have a really great outcome. Yeah, it this just popped into my head, but it reminds me, I don't know if you've ever seen anything that talks about sort of the the difference between relationships where people think that they are soulmates or destined to be together and people who think that they've just found a really good partner. Oh, no, I've never read any of that. That's interesting. Um, well, people who think that they're soulmates, their relationships have a lot more struggles and um, don't they um, tend to have a tougher go of it? Is it like they've set their standards so high for what yeah, their, their I, magical well, relationship? Right. I think it's that they expect that you know their soulmates are destined to be together that they should have a perfect relationship, mm-hmm. and they can't ever meet that. Right. And if you're recognize that you know you're two human beings coming to you know you're choosing to create a life together and that you're going to do that imperfectly it makes it far easier for you to have a a happy relationship a happy long-term relationship it just brings in so much freedom i mean the, the difference between those two things is huge i mean the pressure on a relationship that has to be perfect is i can't even imagine yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's interesting. So you're right. That's that's a good example of what we're talking about. Yeah. Because it's I mean, I think part of it is about um like you said it's not about like you're not choosing to not do something well. You're you're creating space for you to um to be imperfect, to experiment, to try different things, to um, change course. To take risks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, and that's the recipe for getting more done and more satisfaction, right? I mean, it's sort of paradoxical that accepting that something's going to be imperfect gives you more satisfaction. But I I can see how it would. It does. Yeah. Well, and that just made me flash back to um, uh, marathon training Mm -hmm. and the difference between training when my goal was just to see if I could do it Mm -hmm. and training to beat my Boston Marathon qualifying time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I baked some flexibility into the second one, but it wasn't nearly as much fun as training to see if I could do it. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. So when you think about training for a marathon, I think about knitting. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, it makes me realize that when I let go of the idea that what I'm going, to, what I'm knitting, needs to be perfect, which uh-huh. you know sometimes 
um, I get wrapped up in the idea that if, it, if I need to go back and fix a mistake. But when I get, when I go past that, the knitting is so much more fun because fixing your mistakes is so much the opposite of fun when it comes right. to knitting. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's, it just, it, it, and yet still, because, well, in a big knit object, you don't notice the mistakes really. And especially, well, that's why I like to felt, but even if it's not felted, um, it's still a very satisfying thing to finish, at least yeah. for me. I mean, uh, I hope for a lot of people. Yeah. And so I think, you know, it can be this way for a project that has an end point, or it can be for something more like a habit that's something that you want to do on a regular basis. Um, Like both ways, you can commit to it imperfectly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's talk about yoga for a second, because why yeah. wouldn't we, right? So the same, <laughs> the same thing there, right? I mean, boy, oh boy, uh, when I think about how imperfect in my yoga practice is, was, especially when I started, but it certainly still is, um, and yet it's so enjoyable right, and so beneficial. So, and though I've made a commitment to daily yoga that I'm managing to keep, Mm-hmm. Before I was keeping it and just doing it more sporadically, it was still really great. Yeah. 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 And the, and I think that's a really good thing to notice and to sort of explore is, um, and this is something we've talked about a lot and I talk about with my clients all the time, like what's the least you can do that still counts? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... Uh, you brought this up at Declutter Happy Hour, but I I said it sort of in different language um, from the very first time that we did Declutter Happy Hour in whatever that was, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, what? how much do you want to accomplish and or what do you think you can do and have that? <laughs> now it's more like, what do you think you can do? Okay, like 10% of that. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, you said have that and you were saying H-A-L-V-E. And but I heard H A V E, so I'm oh. thinking, what is she saying? <laughs> you mean? can have it. Yes, right. Okay. Instead so you're of halve it. That's right. <laughs> Half it. <laughs> so yeah, we were talking about how much can you get? How much? Oh, it was how much? Think about what you would effort you're willing to expend that would allow you to reward yourself. And right. you said, yeah, think of that and then cut it in half. And, or and now you're think saying, of that and take ten percent of that and then reward that. Right. right. So, you know, if for someone who wants to start a daily yoga practice, um, I think a person's inclination might be, you know, I have to do a half an hour of yoga every day. Mm-hmm. But what if you just got on the mat every day? Mm-hmm. Even if you just like got into child's pose or you just rolled it out and laid down on it or you rolled it out and stood in. Um, mountain pose on it Mm -hmm. like if any of those things counted then you're meeting your commitment but you're allowing for all of this flexibility and imperfection in what you do after that point right yes oh I love that and you're honoring the commitment or your your I mean rolling out that mat is different and not doing anything but lying down on it is mm-hmm. so much more than not doing not rolling out the mat at all 
right? Right. I mean, the thought, the the intention that's behind it. Right. Yeah, that's that's really that's that's great. Yeah, I just on one day this weekend, I uh, yesterday I think it was I couldn't like get myself to do whatever the practice was or I guess it was Saturday it was going to be 35 minutes it was supposed to be and like so I was going to in fact I laid down to do it uh sit on my very comfortable bed lie on my very comfortable bed and meditate for x number of minutes that was going to and I was going to let that count Uh um but then I don't know why I I changed it up to a seven minute yoga practice (laughs) that um, (laughs) I remembered I had there was a good one I could do yeah but yeah that was going to be enough and um and I think there's a lot of power in that because it really puts you in the driver's seat exactly and it gives you flexibility of choice right and then and it helps you strengthen your commitment muscle Mm -hmm. because if you make the um what you have to do ridiculously easy so that can you know whatever the thing is that you have to do for it to count for meeting your commitment um, if you make that ridiculously easy then you you feel like you have met your commitment and you trust yourself more Mm -hmm. so that um, you feel comfortable making more of these tiny sort of micro commitments to yourself because each time you fulfill that micro commitment as easy as it is to do you're you're succeeding right and And that yeah um, you you can which you can build on i guess that's what i'm trying to think of little successes in a row yeah build up and i want to i want to clarify that by micro commitment i don't mean that it's a small commitment, like it's no big deal. I mean that the the um, the thing that you're doing is the micro version of mm-hmm. of what you want to do or what you think you should be doing. Right. Um, because it, that doing that first thing is the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing is getting on the mat. The hardest thing is not finishing a 20 minute yoga video or a 35 minute yoga video mm-hmm. because it's it's not like you started it and then you're like oh this is too long it was the idea of that that was too much right every now and then i will start a practice like if i'm in a uh, if it's a 30-day journey and this is the one we're supposed to do today and tell myself It'll be. Let's say it's thirty minutes. I'll say mm-hmm. you can stop after ten. Yeah. And sometimes I do. Not very often, but sometimes I do. And just being able to allow myself to do that is enough to get me to at least do the ten minutes. Right. Which is great. And and you're it. That's what yoga is about. Like it's very unyoga ish to like force yourself to do something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. And to take that into other aspects of your life is so nice. And it's hard, like I'm thinking about in terms of business, whether, you know, or work, your professional life, whatever um, you do for work, that uh, there can be a lot of um, stress about wanting to do things perfectly. And if you allow yourself like if you figure out what showing up for 
you is enough to count, it gets you over the hump so that you can do the other things you want to be mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Yeah, that concept is really important, isn't it? That that um, would you do you have a name for it? That um, oh shoot, you used to call. I can't remember what you what the name was for establishing a threshold that then counts. Um, one thing I've heard it called, a, like a similar thing, is conditions of satisfaction. Oh, yeah, I think that's the thing I was thinking Yeah. Of. So, like, w- what needs to happen for you to feel like you satisfied that mm-hmm. thing? Right. And I think, you know, this concept of making an imperfect commitment applies really nicely to volunteer work. Like yes. um, setting boundaries around volunteer work, perhaps, or um, saying, yeah, I'll do this thing, but it, I, I know that I'm not going to do that thing. Like accepting a position of vice president and saying, okay, I'll do that because you need a vice president, but don't think I'm going to be president next year. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, and... Um, because I think it's easy, especially for people who have a tendency towards perfection, to feel like it's all or nothing. Like, you know, if you are in an organization, then you feel like you have to make the full commitment, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. But it might be like you may be able to. Um, give more of yourself if you make a small imperfect commitment mm-hmm. you know you can show up in a in a um, more supportive useful helpful way if um, you don't have the weight of trying to meet this perfect commitment hanging over you right yep I think that's that sound I know in the past we've talked about that it's perfectly okay to say no to yes. commitments, and it is. But it's also, yeah, it, it's also okay to do less than, than, than you're all. I mean, I think it's good to commit to what you're going to commit to and, right. and, and make sure you understand what, what imperfect commitment looks like. Don't promise the moon and not deliver it, but it's okay not to promise the moon. Yes, yeah. exactly. I think that's such a great point. Um, to not um, not feel like you have to take on more than you really can or want to or have the capacity for or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yay for imperfect commitments. Yes, and I'm glad we made this imperfect commitment to do this podcast. Me too, because mm-hmm. here we are on episode 144. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you know, now that I just said that, like I jinxed us, and for uh-huh. some reason it's not going to be able to be episode 144. <laughs> right, yes. So if you're listening to this and it's not episode 144, don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's imperfect. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but we want to hear from you. What kind of imperfect commitments are you making? You can let us know on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, we're at Getting to Good Enough. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. You can head over to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com 
or you can leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. But for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. commitment to my hummingbirds <laughs> one just it? flew here and it's like all oh, right i'm going to i need to uh refill the feeder well i do it every few days but i don't like you know hold myself to a schedule i hope they understand they seem to good <laughs>